All right, guys, welcome back to the Bulk Fitness and Performance Podcast. Uh, today, me and Justin are here. We're going to talk a little bit about just one thing that we see that's extremely common uh, in the weight room. But before we get there, Justin, how was Italy, buddy? Oh, Italy was awesome, man. We had yeah. a great time. What's the one number thing that you did there? Uh, if I had to pick one, I would say the uh, the private boat tour in Lake Como was probably our favorite. Oh, that sounds awesome! Yeah, man. it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we get to like kind of drive around and learn about the history of the villas and just like see beautiful landscapes all around the lake. It was I'm perfect. sure you probably learned more history in that trip than you have in. I don't even know how long. Yeah, I actually <laughs> did. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But that was not only beautiful but <clears throat> informative. So it was a lot of fun. Good, awesome, man. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. But today, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're only going to talk about one thing and just dive into it just a touch, right? A lot of things, a lot of times what you see people squatting on is the heel ramp, right? It's used for many different reasons, There's a lot of different things that you can utilize for it. So let's just start with what is a heel ramp and why? Do, why what, do, what does it do? Yeah, so when you kind of come into, whether it's semi-private or group sessions, a lot of times you'll see people squatting with their heels elevated up on a ramp, right? So mm-hmm. you can picture the ramp is sloped down towards the floor, the heel yep. is on the higher portion, and the toe is on the, the lower portion of the ramp, right? So it kind of inclines you a little bit. Okay. Um, and the reason we use the ramp is it allows most people, most people, to squat in a more effective position than okay. they'd be able to with their feet flat on the floor, right? And so what we find with a lot of our clients and a lot of people we work with over time is that for a variety of reasons, a lot of people carry their body weight, their center of gravity, more forward on okay. their foot, right? So if they're shoved forward in that kind of forward center of gravity position, we'll also see their their hips, their pelvis tilted forward, and we'll see kind of a big or or exaggerated arch in their lower back, right? So this is a big indicator for us that they're they're kind of moving forward too much. They're living more on the front of their foot. Their body weight is always going forward too much in space, and they have a more difficult time controlling that. And so that's not necessarily a a terrible thing, but what it can do is it can lead to certain issues when people try to change levels and squat, right? Mm -hmm. Because if my pelvis is forward, if my hips are dumped forward and I have have that exaggerated arch in my lower back, Mm -hmm. that is going to shift the pressure more towards the front of my foot, which is going to turn on things like my calves because now I'm pushing the front of my foot in the ground. Mm -hmm. So the lower back of my leg is always going to be on working to kind of keep me from falling forward. My lower back is going to be a little bit shorter and tighter. My hip flexors and the muscles in the front of my thighs are going to be in kind of a shortened position, right? All of that can lead to restrictions in range of motion. Where now I can't bend my hip, knee, and ankle as well as I would be able to if I wasn't in that position. Because your pelvis is already so down forward, right? You're right. kind of running out of room there. So think of it as like if I'm getting on a 10-floor elevator, right? So I'm getting onto the 10-floor elevator. I'm on the first floor. I have 10 floors to go up, mm-hmm. right? But if I get on the third floor of a 10-floor elevator, I only have seven floors to go. I can't go up 10 anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already starting from an increased position. Same thing here. So if I dump my pelvis forward and I kind of tilt into this anterior orientation that we talk about, um, I'm starting on the third or fourth floor of the 10 floor elevator. Yeah. And now I'm trying to do an exercise that requires me a lot of room to bend my hip, knee, and ankle. And that can lead to a position where I am more restricted earlier in the range of motion because I'm trying to ask my elevator to go up 10 floors, but I'm already starting yeah. on four floor. Yeah, you're that Exactly. The other element of it is now by shoving everything forward in that position, <clears throat> I'm going to put more load on certain structures. Okay. So I'm going to be loading up the front of my thighs more than I am distributing that stress across my lower body, right? Mm-hmm. 
the front of my thighs is not a bad thing, but those quad muscles can start to pull on our patella, which is our kneecap, right? Mm -hmm. And by doing that, if I put too much load through that structure over and over and over again, now I start to get in a situation where maybe like the front of my knee gets a little bit cranky. That makes right? sense, yeah. So all of those things being said, what the heel ramp does is it allows us to move the person's center of gravity back to get them to feel more weight on their heels mm -hmm. and to get them to start in a position where the because the weight is more back on their heels, they actually have more natural room in their ankle to bend their ankle, right? Because if I shift into that heel heavy position, that is more of what we call a plantar flex position, right? So if you picture the ankle, the ankle is going to be, or the shin's going to be vertical, toe's going to be down, right? This yeah. is plantar flexion. And then I need to be able to bend my ankle and have the shin go forward as I squat. So it comes across. So yeah. it comes across the front of the foot, right? Okay. So if I am already in a position where the shin is going forward too much too quickly as I just stand mm -hmm. on flat ground, I don't, again, back to the elevator now. You're right I don't have again. Room, yeah, that makes sense. Right? So by moving the shin back, getting them more on their heels, we open up more room in the front of that ankle naturally. We move their center of gravity back. We reduce the influence of that pelvis dumping forward and that low mm -hmm. back arching. And we can start to distribute the stress because when you lift weights, when you exercise, you're going to put stress on your body. That's the whole right? Yeah. That's how you make your body adapt. That's how you build muscle, get stronger, etc. It's about how you distribute that stress across the body that allows you to make certain tissues adapt to the stress and allows you to continue to train pain-free consistently and reliably over time as opposed to somebody who is maybe putting that stress in one place more so than others. Yeah. And now we start to get like discomfort, pain, injury over time because it's just too much in one spot. Yeah. We want to teach people to distribute that stress and we want to be able to do it with a squat pattern where they're able to bend relatively equally through their ankle, knee, and hip joints and sit vertically down. So that's the last piece of this is if I'm running out of room in my hip, right, and I'm running out of room in the front of my ankle early, and I want to keep going down, something else has to move, right, mm -hmm. in order for me to keep descending. Yeah, so you can't. Yeah. Maybe there's nowhere else to go, Exactly. Right? Something else is going to take over for you if you need. Exactly. So we start to see people whose hips shoot way back, and they feel like they're going to fall over <clears> backwards, right? Or they start rounding their back on the mm -hmm. way down. Or they continue to arch their back even harder or they finish by going up on their toes, right? All of those are common faults that we see in people's squats when they squat flat foot with their foot on the ground. Well, we elevate the heel, now we produce a more vertical squat that looks like the person is kind of just riding up and down in a small elevator or riding up and down in a phone booth where their head, their shoulders, and their hips are mm -hmm. stacked over top of each other and they're just moving their torso up and down while their hips, knees, and ankles are able to bend freely. Yeah. And that's more of the squat pattern that we're looking to produce. We don't want to squat where the person's hips are shooting so far back that it looks like a deadlift. Yeah. Or they start bending over at the spine, right? They start mm -hmm. flexing their... Yeah, their they're going all over and they're rounding it. Right. Or yeah. they kick up onto their toes and they lose their heel contact. So the mm -hmm. ramp is a really great way for us to kind of move people back get them to feel their heels, get them to shift their center of gravity back and open up some range of motion so that they can now squat under load and most importantly, train hard, which is what mm -hmm. we're looking to do. Always. To be able to train hard, but be able to train <clears throat> safely and effectively over time so that we're not 
uh, having people work into a position where they might get injured, they might start feeling pain, or they might just start feeling muscles and joints uh, handling most of the work. When really what we're after is like, I want you to finish that squat set and say, man, my thighs are like exactly. on fire, right? Yeah, I that way you don't start feeling the joints, the knees, anything like that, right? Exactly. If you know that you're starting to feel something like that, then odds are you're probably either in a poor position, but the heel wrap kind of helps you get there with even thinking less, right? Sure. That way it's a little bit easier for Correct. you. And then the last thing we're going to do just to ramp, uh, just to ramp, <laughs> get it? Well done. Just to wrap <laughs> this up, uh, it's going to be, uh, there are some people that love the heel wrap, there are some people that dislike the heel wrap. We know when it's good now, right? But when would you not want to use it? Yeah, so there's a couple different presentations when you wouldn't necessarily want to use it. So number one, if the heel ramp itself is too high, mm -hmm. it will actually have the inverse effect, right? So okay. there's a middle ground here. Um, if you take a, let's say a 25 to 30 degree elevation, right? We're starting to get pretty steep now. That's not going to allow the person to shift their center of gravity it's back. If I feel they are literally so imagine you're standing on the side of like a cliff, right? Yeah. Your reaction isn't going to be, oh, I'm going to sit easily on my heels. You're going to push the front of your foot in the ground and feel like you're falling forward, which yeah, literally that's like is a going ramp, yeah. Right. So it's literally going against what we're trying to do, right? So too high an elevation for an individual is not a good thing. We have to find the middle ground. The other element is if you have somebody who kind of lives so far on the outside edges of their foot. They kind of live in this like really high arched supinated position at the foot mm -hmm. we might not want to put their heels elevated on the ramp because we want to teach them to actually pronate their foot and, and be able to the take their foot you know their knee forward so when we squat we like <clears> to say like just like interior decorating we want good clean straight lines mm -hmm. i want to see a nice straight line from your hip to your knee right over your second toe right Perfect. i don't want to see the knee going way out i don't want to see it going inside the big toe right so if you have somebody who lives on the outside edges of their foot and you put them up on too high a heel ramp, they're literally just going to get shoved more and more out into that kneed out position where the knee is going over their uh, pinky toe, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't want that because that can light up other muscles in a way that isn't necessarily advantageous. We want that knee to be able to go right through the middle of the foot, which requires our ankle bends and our foot is able to pronate, and the, which means that the arch of the foot is able to kind of drop towards the ground, okay? Mm -hmm. So with that person, we might not want to do that. Um, and then finally, anyone who just doesn't feel comfortable with their heels elevated on the ramp and feels that point, they yeah. are better at squatting. I, there's one person in the small group I can think specifically that said to me, like, do I have to use the heel ramp? Like, I just mm -hmm. feel better squatting flat foot. I was like, no, by all means. Like, yeah, if your it doesn't squat, work, it doesn't work. Yeah, well, if your squat fits our technical model, right, we look at you move and we say, yeah, like from a visual standpoint, the technique that we know that best puts a person in position to optimize their squat, if you're able to do that flat-footed and then you say to us, hey, like I feel this in all the right places, right? I feel my quads, my glutes, my hamstrings, and you don't feel any of the places that we're, we know we shouldn't be putting load during the squat, then by all means, like we squat there. But we've just found over time that putting people uh, flat-footed tends to be less reliable when they're trying to, you know, get a exercise stimulus. Like that's what we're mm -hmm. after. We want them to come in and work hard, lose weight, build strength, build muscle. Like that's our goal for training. And we don't want to spend a lot of time trying to like work on all the mobility things to make this person be able to squat perfectly flat-footed when we could simply elevate their heels a bit and teach exactly. them a more effective squat that then also not only allows them to move with greater mobility, but also allows them to train hard right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that's why most people are going to do better on the heel ramp, but certainly not everybody. 
Perfect. I think that kind of explains the hair ramp in general. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, guys, just one more thing before we get going here. If like that was one tool that we utilize in the gym quite frequently. If there's anything else, anything ever, anything else uh, that you kind of have questions on, this is going to be a good outlet for us to kind of talk with you about it, kind of work with you on it. Because as much as we know, we always want to give it to you. So if there's anything, any questions about what we do in the gym, let us know. Other than that, guys, have a great rest of your day.